And now let's transition into the topic of wellness. So the second part of our conversation is dealing with wellness. So what is the first thing that comes to your mind when you hear the word wellness? Oh, you ask such like simple, but actually really difficult questions. (laughs) But no, that's important. Definitions are important. I think there's so many different definitions of it. But to me, wellness, I identify it as, you know, your physical, mental and spiritual well-being all aligned and there's other words people use to describe that. Like at, at our wellness department, we use the term wholeness because it's um, easier for people to identify that with something bigger than just wellness. People think that's just like, you know, being healthy or working out or whatever that means to them. But yeah, that's what it means to me. What does it mean to you? Um, wellness for me, honestly, it just means being well. Being well, like emotionally you're well, you're mentally well, you're physically well, you're spiritually well. So all of those Mm -hmm. things combined, you are okay. You know, you're not, it's not like you're not struggling. You could be struggling with certain things, but at the end of the day, you're well, I think for me means that you're okay. And so you could help someone else as well. Um, you're well enough to help someone else maybe <laughs> that could be wow that's that's amazing that's actually a beautiful I'm gonna use that now <laughs> well enough to help someone else that's well enough for me you know yeah. if I can help someone else that's kind of yeah yeah because in order that's to be in a position to help someone you have to be well you know so it's like in the airplane mm. and the, the hostess shows you how to put on your oxygen mm. mask first before helping someone else and so you have to be mm. well first to to help someone else. But I'm very interested in your wellness journey, Beatty, because you have your own Instagram page, Beatty Fitness, which I will link below uh, for anybody interested into, you know, doing um, workouts, but not only workouts, but also you combine like your um, emotional well-being as well. So it's not just like working out and like physically, but I'm interested into like your personal wellness journey. How was that for Mm. you? Yeah, so my personal wellness journey, I would say it didn't really start until I got to college, right? Like the whole idea of you don't know what you can handle until you have to handle it. So like when you're in college, it's like you better be well or else you can't, you're not going to survive a semester. So yeah, I guess I was just in the shoes of any college student who's just thinking, you know, I want to get good grades. I want to discover myself or create myself I want to have meaningful relationships and activities and do all these things and still be healthy like how do I do that and I think for me it it started with fitness because you know that is I've read like a couple books about habit forming and they always talk about like exercise it's like the keystone habit is what um this one book calls it called the um the power of habit it's a really good book I, I recommend it to people and the keystone habit is the habit that basically when you start forming it, everything else changes around it. So like they do research where they ask people to exercise, but to not change anything else about their life. So eat the same food, you know, go to sleep at the same time, do everything the same, just exercise. And they find that when people do that, actually they end up changing everything. They end up changing their diet, their sleeping schedule, their their stress management, everything changes. So that's kind of how it started for me was with fitness. Okay. Um, 
yeah that's that's actually very interesting that you say that because like me personally whenever I do my workouts or whenever I exercise I find myself sleeping well um eating Mm. eating well and just being active all day and so Mm. going back to um wellness um for me can I I just say one thing too yeah (laughs) because I just remembered this actually my first week at college I took a fitness class with you and you were kind of the person that I think really even like jump-started that for me we had like a um what's it called an insanity cardio workout yeah that was and that was my first time like working out at college it was my first week at college and then you took me running with your friends and then after that, by the way, I went to that same park and I used to jog like three times a week. I never saw you there again. <laughs> no, stop going there. <laughs> yes. But anyway, I just wanted to shout you out because, yeah, you also played a major role. Wow, BT, I had no idea. But I do remember um, when you first came. So the thing is, okay, now let me talk about my own personal wellness journey. So, yeah, please yeah so my first year. Honestly, first year was a mess for me because it was all experimental and I was doing a lot of things, taking classes I wasn't interested in, um, being involved in so many clubs on campus. And so that was like an experimental year for me. Um, And I'm very grateful that that year happened because it Mm. it played such a major role in like the the next years of my college life. So um, my sophomore year, I started going to the gym. And because I've always been like a, I don't want to say like a fit person, but I've always liked working out, like the exer- mm, exercising. Moving, yeah, active, I yeah. liked things that kept me moving, dancing, you know, you name it. So I used to mm-hmm. go to the gym. But then I found out that when I stopped going to the gym, I gained so much weight in college. And so I was just mm-hmm. like, oh, my God. I, OK, so I'm not going to the gym again, because when you stop. <laughs> <laughs> that was my Because. I used to do like you know all of the you know exercises. Um, the gym is making you gain weight. Yes, that's what's happening. Yes, everyone. because I stopped. Don't going go to for the gym. No, no, no. It's because I stopped going. I couldn't. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I couldn't keep up the consistency, and so whenever so I stopped going, and then I gained a lot of weight, and so that was like a, a shock for me, and so I was like, I need to hmm. find more like Arabic activities or like walking or like something to do with nature so I don't have to like go to a specific room to work Mm. out and so that's when I shifted into like doing um, workouts in my room going for a walk and then my junior year um, I was having a conversation with a friend and she was also having these um, these weight gains and weight losses and then we're also in college and so you're also dealing with stress and like freshman 15 oh my god all of that (laughs) it's actually real and we were having a conversation about like our different um experiences with weight and then she suggested that we do this workout called insanity so insanity Mm. is insane that's why it's called insanity you burn a lot of calories within just like 30 minutes and so we Mm -hmm. had we she was like my gym partner and we were living in the same dorm and so it was easier for us to meet up and so we started meeting up every day before classes at like 7 a.m and doing the workouts for 30 minutes and then going off for our days and we did that consistently I remember fall semester of junior year for like four months and so we saw a significant change not only in our bodies but also in our mental health in our emotional health like Mm -hmm. how we dealt with people we were more patient 
And so mm. one other thing that also helped me in my journey was having someone to keep me accountable. So whenever, you know, I feel like, do you relate with that? Like whenever you're like trying to exercise yourself, the person you end up disappointing is only you. But then when there's another person mm. involved, you don't want to disappoint them. So you even if you're sleepy, you like struggle to, to get up and like it's like a consistency mechanism as well. Mm-hmm. Do you relate to that? Yes. Oh, my gosh. I'm just writing down a little bit because you brought up such good points. Yeah. <clears throat> you yeah. brought up. OK, so first of all, you brought up this idea of consistency that like you were going to the gym, but it wasn't a habit yet. It was just more of yeah. like, you, you OK? OK. Um, but the idea of building up a habit and a consistent routine instead of just like you know going to the gym once in a while because it's there and then the idea of accountability of of having a partner that's major I think that anyone that's worked out with someone can relate to that and you know I'm also a fitness instructor so when I'm leading classes that's a completely different feeling to when I'm working out by myself because it's like you know we're there in a class we're there as a community and like you said, obviously, I can't just <laughs> exactly. not show up to class because that's like a disappointment to other people, too. But no, absolutely. And this idea of um, it's like you're creating you're making it almost not an option to not work out. Right. Like setting yourself up so that you, it doesn't become like a choice. It's more just part of who you are, part of your routine with your friend. It's you you connect it to everything else because it is connected. You said it's connected to how you show up to class, how you talk to other people. And then it slowly becomes connected to you, right? And you're like, okay, I need to move because it's because I need to be me. It helps me be better. That's that's very very important. And my question to you is, why do you think it's very important for students in college, specifically like international students, to 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 take care of Mm -hmm. themselves, to do you know to do workouts? Like, why do you think that is very necessary? Yeah. So we've been talking about like the physical part of wellness, but like you said, like we both said, it's very connected to everything else. And I can think of two reasons why it's so important. One is that so because it's connected, it affects the person you become when you come out of college, like it affects the grades you get. I for sure can say that it affects my performance in class, my interactions with others that that affects, you know, the kind of activities you're involved in. And it affects your whole experience in a way that um, changes your perspective, you know, like sometimes it gets really easy to get caught up in the daily like stress and grind, like you said, and and to just lose the joy and forget that there was a time where you were really excited to be here and, and you really wanted to be here. So, you know, why aren't you enjoying it? And it's because maybe you're not as well as you want to be. And the other thing um, I was going to say is that the habits you build when you're in college, when you're at this age, you're okay. So there's this idea of discovering yourself in college, but you're also creating yourself and you're choosing who to become. You're choosing that. Yeah. You're, you're building habits that are going to, you're going to carry them with you in whatever you do afterwards and the job you get and the family you start and the business you build, whatever it is. So this is the only time in your life where you have that freedom to really just decide who you are and then make that happen. Whereas, you know, you people in college, by the way, we're so we're so like we think our lives are so difficult, but we really haven't even seen the full picture yet. Right. It's like, oh, I can't work out because classes are stressful. Well, when you become 
someone with a job, someone who has to pay taxes, who has a family, who whatever your responsibilities may be, it doesn't get any easier. But if you've built it as a consistent habit and as a part of yourself, then it, it definitely yeah. changes who you become. That is too, very, very powerful because as you said, like life is going to get harder even when you know you graduate and building right. those habits in college when you have the time is actually very critical. Um, for me, I personally find that when I was in college, I used to work out more whenever I was stressed due to like exams or finals. And so when it was, mm. I actually remember like doing finals week, I used to work out consistently because for me personally, that helped me. First, it grounded me. And so I had like a regular schedule that I was looking forward to. And then second of all, it gave me the energy to study. Sometimes like you're very tired from like interacting with people because that also takes energy out of you. So you need mm-hmm. to build up the, those like positive um, energies inside of you so then you could perform well in school. Mm-hmm. And so the times that I would work out the most was when I was the most stressed. So how do you relate stress with wellness? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, stress is <laughs> stress is everywhere and it's connected. It's definitely connected to everything. Um, working out, obviously, like you said, is directly related to stress because, you know, speaking more maybe like biologically too, when you stress, that's your body basically getting ready to fight or flight. And when you're stressed about an exam, there isn't really anyone to fight. There isn't anything to run away from. So your body's just kind of sitting there with all these like stress hormones, you know, these these corticoids that build up in your blood that like make you super anxious, that can cause weight gain and can cause inflammation, all these things. And when you work out, it's kind of a way for your body to to do that, you know, release to kind of just put those hormones to use to burn that energy off, burn the, burn off some steam, as people like to say. And it's so it's, I think, you know, literally, it is also burning off stress. And then I also just, um, since we've already talked about physical wellness, like, let's go back to the whole journaling and mental health thing. Because it's also people can have stress around working out, which is also can be bad, which is when you're basically, you're working out because you feel like you have to because you feel like, you're you're gonna gain weight or you know you said that that was a motive for you at the beginning or maybe it ended up not being as important it sounded like you were saying towards when you actually started building a consistent routine so because it's all connected I think when you're working on your mental health when you're journaling when you're reflecting you'll find the actual reasons and actual resources and motivation you need to start engaging in physical fitness in a healthy way right not in a way where you're just doing it because someone's telling you because you saw it on Instagram because you think you know you you have to or you want to look a certain way I think that doing that decluttering and that you know whatever you do to get some mental clarity is also important so that you don't build stress around yeah. working out because we don't want that we, you want exactly. to work out to exactly stress, right? and I'm so glad you pointed out that um, some people also struggle with the idea of workouts because that also brings them another type of stress which is which you don't want to have you want to enjoy the types of exercises that you do Mm -hmm. um and so I Mm -hmm. think now maybe um connecting the two topics that we talked about um how do you see a relation between loss and wellness hmm 
So, yeah, we did kind of talk about how preparing yourself, making yourself more resilient um, does prepare you to handle loss. And maybe let me say a little bit more about that, because, you know, I said my father passed away a year ago. If he had passed away two years ago, I would have handled it completely differently. I was not in the same mental, physical state. I was not, you know, I wasn't, I definitely wasn't as developed as I was, but you know, a year ago, so I was a junior, I had like three years of college. And during that time, I had really invested time in, in building the habits I wanted, you know, by that point, I was working out regularly, I was journaling, I was doing like, um, meditating all the time, you know, I had kind of just built up this almost protective um, layer of, of kind of strength that it is connected, like you get physically stronger, but you also get mentally stronger when you start to you know, challenge your body in ways and realize that you can overcome things. That's a huge thing that working out does, by the way, is just the idea that, oh, I couldn't do this one thing before, but now I can because I I failed and I tried again. And I and it builds up that idea of resilience and that self-image. But um, and then another way loss can be related to wellness is it also can feed into your wellness, actually, because especially, you know, we talked about physical, mental, spiritual is also a part I think is super important. I think that everyone needs to have, um, invest time in their spiritual, spiritual wellness to handle life. (laughs) Like, I think it's really important. And so, you know, loss can be a time for you to really get deeper into your spiritual practice and, and make those roots more grounded and remind yourself what those values are that you want to live by, how you want to honor this person or this thing or this experience you lost. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. that. And I'm very happy that you said like the way you dealt with loss when it happened versus like a year ago would have been completely different, which I think, Mm. you know, it goes to show the kind of work that you've put into yourself. Um, And, you know, because Okay, and honestly, because the way I say that is the reason why I said that is because um, most of us aren't consciously trying to build ourselves up, you know, it takes a lot of conscious efforts Mm -hmm. to find our own weaknesses and to like try to make them better, you know, you read books Mm -hmm. about, you know, self improvement, personal development, but it takes effort to do that and it takes motivation to recognize Mm -hmm. that you need to become a better person and so by actively doing that you recognize that you'd have reacted to it differently, which I think is a very, very important point. Um, Yeah, and I would like to point out also just, it's not obvious. Like, it wasn't obvious to me throughout those three years. Like, oh my gosh, I'm becoming so much stronger. Like, it was, it took something like that happening for me to realize, oh my gosh, I, I dealt with this so much better than I would have a year ago, two years ago. And I think that's another thing that stops people is they expect, we live in this like, age where we get gratification so fast and so instantly that you think that if you're going to work on yourself you should see results in a day in a week like you should start to become a better you right away but that really wasn't how it worked for me I talked about it too on my Instagram how like when I started meditating it was so difficult it was not it didn't feel like growth it just felt uncomfortable and it if if I did grow it felt very minimal but it does add up thank you for sharing that so as we're um, ending our conversation, this has been such a great conversation, Beatty. Thank you so much. Um, oh my gosh, it, it's already <laughs> ending. It feels like oh, maybe I just talked so much yeah, that I didn't I notice really the time go by. Conversation. But 
yeah so I loved what, it. as a last question what advice do you have for prospective international students for current international students who are dealing with the topics of loss and wellness hmm. so i i like i don't like to give advice because it's always like you never know yeah. what yeah. someone is going through and it could it yeah. could not be helpful but i can't say i can't okay. say what helped me and what i would do and i would say to always reflect to always try to find something deeper and something more um you in whatever you do whether that's working out you know mental health um working on or like getting over loss all of these things they can have a purpose and they can be geared towards making you a better person but making you a better person for something else so i would say just really take time to do that reflecting and to find the the way that you want to serve and give to the world and kind of use that as motivation for everything else you do because that that will get you through a lot more yeah um, and I couldn't have handle. said it better honestly if there is anything that I would um, tell someone else is do the things that work for you as you said like these are our own personal experiences okay. and what works for me might not necessarily work for someone else and we're only sharing the things that has that has like helped us um, navigate those those challenges that we've been faced with so what helped me was as i said was journaling um working out doing your zumbas <laughs> your zumbas are so amazing honestly um, yeah and i, I appreciate recently started meditation you. as well and i actually started it in college because my college professor wow. um used to tell me like you know just take 10 minutes out of your day and just lay on your bed and just don't do anything and i like took that to heart and i used to do that especially my senior year because senior year like brings up another whole like mm. stress which i'm sure you know um mm. and so yeah just mm-hmm. find find things that work for you but the the way you can find those things is by trying things right so be open to trying a lot of things and so then you can find what works best for you um so yeah I love that. Yeah. Thank you so much for adding that. That was, I of didn't course, think of that. Well, so thank you. I'm really, really um, happy that we made time to have this conversation. I hope someone who hears this um, finds some sort of solace or comfort in the stories that we've shared. Um, just as we're wrapping up, I want to say that um, if you have any questions or feedbacks that you have about the podcast, please uh, share it. Um, with the email address internationallybyruth at gmail.com, L-I-E. And um, you could also DM the Instagram page, internationallybyruth. And also please go follow Beiti at Beiti Fitness. Um, I will share her page um, in the description. But yeah, so thank you so much, Beiti, for taking the time to talk to me today. Thank you so much for having me and thank you so much for doing this. I think it's amazing and I'm so excited to see your podcast grow, Ruth. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate you. Until um, the next episode with another guest with another title. Um, Have a great day, everybody. Bye.